Okay, if you've been hanging around for a while, you know, I did some improv this year. It was fun. I don't do it anymore. We need to talk about that. Because you know what? I found somebody who's a total pro at improv, and they're also an accounting geek like us. Is that, can we say that? Is that a nice thing to say? I think it's a term of endearment. Absolutely. Okay, meet Jennifer Diamond. She's here. We're talking improv today. Let's do it. Diamond, can you give us like the the 30 second for people who haven't met you, give us the 30 second life story. Ready to go. Okay. So recovering CPA, I don't Mm -hmm. do taxes. I don't do audit anymore. Um, I started my own practice in 2010 and currently doing fractional CFO and coaching work. I also lead a local accounting community in Portland, Oregon. Have uh, founded that in 2011. So it's a, a labor of love and it's a really good group. I started doing improv in 2012 in secret. And then, um, yeah, the rest is history. Okay. So you do a lot of things. Has anybody ever told you that? Yes. You know, you I know am I mean. very diffused and I get, I get bored very easily and I like to take on new challenges. So that's why I have so many different, uh, I follow a lot of curiosity into my interests and my interests change a lot. So, okay. Okay. So at some point in time, you were like, I'm an accountant going about your whatever. And then you said, I'm going to do improv. Most people never do that. What, like, why, where did, how did that even start? Right. So I had been working in a traditional CPA factory farm for about eight years. And so I was very burnt out and left (laughs) and i moved across the country (laughs) and i spent about three months just sort of in an existential crisis um trying to figure out what i wanted to do because i had been going home crying every day so i couldn't i couldn't keep doing that um couldn't crack it and couldn't yeah just couldn't crack it and (laughs) and in that time I, I tried to do various different like recovery resets. So like, I was so burnt out. I didn't even know what I wanted to do with all of my free time. And I was also struggling just with my identity crisis of having free time because I'd always worked. Yeah. So I broke out my pro con list of moving across the country. um, And one of them was take a sketch writing class. A friend of mine did sketch comedy in Atlanta. It was super fun. I was like, oh, this is great. You just memorize some script. That's awesome. I love movie lines. I could totally nail this. So I went to take... (laughs) I love movie lines. (laughs) Yeah, I can totally nail this. I'm great with memorization. Awesome. So I went to a local comedy club and tried to sign up for one of their sketch classes. (laughs) They didn't have any at the time. (laughs) But I had already committed to taking this class. And the only one else that was available was an improv class. And I was like, okay, well, I went to a taping of Whose Line Is It Anyway? That was kind of fun. This will (laughs) be fun. I got this. I got this. It's fine. Totally different. Completely different. Um, Yeah, I think I almost died my first stage performance. And to be clear, like your first on stage, like actual on stage performance, that's after how many weeks of things? 
three. Three? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, no, it was terrible. I literally almost perished on stage in front of a live audience. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So for context, the thing I did was 10 weekly classes and they stopped doing like the show on the 10th one because people wouldn't sign up because they were so afraid of it. But they chucked you in after three. So, okay. So they had like a 10 week session for intro to improv easy enough. And they had a student showcase that wasn't necessarily opt out. I'm sure if, you know, someone was going to have an anxiety attack, they could get a pass, but it was just sort of expected that everyone in class would participate in the student showcase and invite all their friends and family to fill that audience and and ring up those bar tabs. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that was sort of the, the expectation, but this theater also had an open jam every week. So they encouraged students to participate in the open jam and somebody convinced me to put my name in, you know, another classmate, like convinced me to put my name in, told me it would be fun. He said, it'd be fun. Put your name in there. And so I did. And I got assigned to a team (laughs) and yeah, I thought, I thought I was going to die on stage, but it was, I survived and it was really fun. The student showcase, I almost died there too, but also just like a little Phoenix, I, I arose triumphant. And um, that was what, 10 years ago. So do you like roller coasters? (laughs) I do. (laughs) I do. Okay. Yeah. Cause I have a lot of questions like unrelated, (laughs) like why? And like, as an accountant, if something's going to hurt me or like seem deeply unpleasant, why not avoid it? Well, remember I was in deep burnout. So I, I was already at fizzling low, right? So anything just to reset the senses. Yeah, sure. That's what I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> and I figured improv would be as as removed and devoid of my accounting life yeah. as possible. It's furthest I could get, I thought. So yeah, so I just, um, I had committed to that class, just like several other Groupons, you know, I did hot yoga for all five <laughs> sessions because I paid for the Groupon. I hated <laughs> it, you, the you know, Groupon. Oh God. I'm getting my ROI, right? I'm getting oh, my yeah. full value. Finish so, the food on your plate. Yeah, absolutely. doesn't matter how painful it is. So why, so, yeah. <laughs> why keep doing it like that? There's the whole question of why start, but also when that thing happens, like there had to have been something sickly enjoyable about it like why would you keep doing it it was each session i mean as you experience right each class each two-hour session is challenging in and of itself but for those two hours at least i mean tell me what your experience was like i did not think about anything else during that two hours at all except what was happening in the moment throughout the entire session completely present focused maybe overthinking things a ton, but still very presently focused. Yeah. In a way that like, it's really hard to replicate, like just to be that locked into something. Yeah. So it was like a moving meditation almost. So for someone trying to recover from burnout, it was very soothing to have two hours a week of silence Yeah. from all of that noise. 
Is there like a non-performant version of this? Like, do you even necessarily need to get on stage to do this or just do the classes? No, there's a non-performant version. My good friend Jason did an improv class recently and he didn't perform at all. I don't. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to get into that. We're talking about you here. But yeah, no, you don't have to perform. It's you you can opt out. You can you can participate to your comfort level completely. And you did so. you've done this for like over a decade or something? Long time? Yes. I started in 2012. Were you ever able to find a sketch writing class? <laughs> uh I did. I did take a sketch writing class. Um, that was a challenge completely different, but um the improv training did help. It was very applicable. Gang, this episode is sponsored in part by LiveFlow. Uh, LiveFlow is the easiest way to sync that QuickBooks data back and forth to your spreadsheets. You may have seen this actually had a big announcement lately. So this fall, G2 gave them the top spot in their fall 2023 report as the leader in the financial analysis category. That's right, they won. Number one, nice work. Uh, if you've been around my channels for a while, you've seen LifeFlow kindly. They have sponsored quite a bit of stuff. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying I'm taking credit for it, but that was probably why. I've not familiar with LifeFlow, super easy way to sync that stuff, sync your QuickBooks data back and forth with Google Sheets. They got a whole pile of templates too to make the process of building that stuff for the first time as easy as possible for you. Stuff for managing cash, AP, KPIs, like everything you can imagine. Sync that data into your existing sheets to make them smarter, get it to auto-sync or build your like custom new sheets that talk with QuickBooks totally from scratch. Uh, Pretty cool tool. Check that one out at liveflow.io. This episode is sponsored in part by Forwardly. Are you tired of waiting for payments? that seem to operate on their schedule, not yours? What the heck? Say goodbye to slowed ACH transfers and rising credit card fees. Welcome to Forwardly, where you can receive payments instantly in 22 seconds. What? Okay, sidebar, thought experiment. I just initiated a payment to you. Put a pin in that. Receive payments instantly in 22 seconds for 80% less and no monthly fees. I like that. With automatic payment options and automatic reconciliation with QBO and Zero, Forwardly streamlines the whole payment process. Same day ACH, man. I don't know why this hasn't been normalized like everywhere. Why are we not doing more same day ACH? By the way, your payment that I just started, it just arrived. It's been 22 seconds. How fast was that? Hmm? Legal has informed me I need to say I have not in fact paid you. Just to just clear that up, just a mental exercise. The future of business payments is here. It's here. And waiting for you at forwardly.com. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. So we bumped into each other at Scaling New Heights uh, last year when I was, or was it this? No, it was earlier this year when I was in the throes of my brief little improv career there that didn't even end in a performance. Um, Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, We'll get you on stage. But you, what's fascinating to me is you are super into the notion of running sessions for accountants. And I know you've done this a few times now. What does it look like to get a whole bunch of weirdo accountants into a space and like start doing improv exercises? Yeah, it is chaotic, like kindergartners at a snack table, right? Like just... But it's fun. It's like you experienced in your training sessions. There's a warm-up period, and then there are some group exercises. So what what I bring to 
um, an audience, an accountant audience of uh, folks that have never experienced improv before and might just think it's sketch or stand up because all comedy is the same. We'll do a brief introduction of what improv is and the foundation of improv, which is the theory of yes and, which is pure agreement, and then building on to what is gifted before you. So, uh, and there are some other, you know, tenets in there, but what, what we'll do in, in a group format is we'll break into small groups of maybe six to eight people standing up in the room. So in a conference experience, it's like the only class you get to be out of your chair for the yeah. entire time, which is brilliant. So, and you get to be up and move around and switch through the groups. So you get to get, to, you get to know all the people in the class with you as you shift around in these different exercises. And the exercises are just warm-up games. They're just, they're like playground games. They're games that that teenagers can play and do. Um, they're just very simple exercises. And we run through these exercises in groups and then we share what we observed. And people will say like, oh, I observed that uh, when my mind wandered, I missed my cue and messed up the timing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, how, how does that apply to like a business setting? And they were like, well, sometimes when I'm talking to my clients, I get bored of what they're saying and my mind wanders. Oh. And then I hear a question and I'm like, oh, I wasn't listening. Oops. <laughs> I was like, okay, so how can we apply the lessons that we're learning in these improv warmups to increase our awareness and improve our active listening, how can we bring that back to our client conversations? Yeah, I was I was uh, in graduate school. Not a, not a big deal, but there was this guy there that ran an IT company, and they like had this whole improv group, and then did all this training with a bunch of the members of their team, and he was so into yes and and was like could not talk about anything else and like how it transformed their sales process and this and that i'm like dude this is weird what in the world does this have to do with any work stuff because i think Mm -hmm. we think of like improv as you're gonna have people that are gonna go do improv who are like oh i'm funny i'm gonna go crush this and those people can go do it and they're gonna suck because everybody does in the beginning and then you have people who are like oh i just kind of want to open my mind a bit and they're gonna come and they're gonna be really bad because like everybody is when they start Mm -hmm. but it's so accessible like they make it so easy and maybe it depends on where you are but like it's also like so friendly and like my class was like an old lady like a kid that was like in college like a middle-aged lady that worked for the state and had a bunch of kids like it was everything like such a diverse mm-hmm. mix which was really cool and everybody was kind of there for different reasons but i was shocked at just like how accessible it was and loved that it fundamentally wasn't about being funny it was just about being engaged and like Sometimes funny will come out of that and like the weird specificity of what you get into. But like it was, it wasn't really about like, I'm going to do this thing for haha's now. It was just about like, you're going to turn your brain off and you're going to have to focus so hard on this that like it's kind of like cathartic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's that meditative, present minded zone, right? It's a magical experience. So it's, uh, it can, I don't know, it's scary in the moment, but also it's a natural 
skill that everyone has. Like we all improvise all the time, yeah. every day anyways. Anytime you're talking with clients, you're improvising. Unless you're reading from a script, Jason. Never done that in my life. Uh, right. It's honestly, it's kind of amazing. Like when I was doing that and we do a little warm up thing, I would come back and I would do it with my kids. Yeah. And they're like so good at it. And they would just right? say these stupid little hilarious things. Uh, and that's kind of part of like, we're like breaking our adult professional brains, which are like very shackled and uh, I don't know, just like trying to play the game, I guess, and not really yeah. engaging. It's a lot of unlearning, more like taking the improv classes and going like face planting every week for two hours. It's it's a lot of unlearning and unfiltering and unrestricting and knowing that everything you need, you already have. Uh, for people who are listening to this, they're like, I'm kind of into this. Let's say like for their team, they were like, what if I wanted to explore something like this with my team? What would you tell them? Oh, I would say, you know, run, don't walk to your nearest improv theater in your area if you can and organize some classes for your team um, or, you know, come to the next awesome accounting conference and sign up for my class or, you know, throw money at me and have me come fly to your office and lead a class. Um, yeah. What I was going to ask, is there like a virtual version of it that really works or like, does it just kind of break? The virtual version is, it's not impossible. It's just very tough because in a virtual environment, it's tough to see who you're looking at. So it's tough to establish eye contact, yep. which is a huge part of improv yeah. uh, and scene work. And, you know, when you're a Brady bunch on a 2d screen versus people in a room taking space and moving around, it's more challenging. Uh, do you have like, is there a version of this that we can do? Can we do like a really weird, uncomfortable version of this to uh, hopefully get people more interested in it? Yes. And I have a great idea. Would you like to play a game? Okay. Let's play a game. Let's okay. embarrass ourselves. Let me, I will embarrass myself. You're the pro. This is, <laughs> okay. I regret this. This episode is sponsored in part by Copilot. Okay, gang, circle around, bring it in. It is change management season for most accounting firms. You're going through some hard tech decisions. Honestly, it is spooky and like high stakes and really hard to decide because there's a bunch of solutions out there, frankly, a lot of good solutions, but it is high stakes because if we go like switch all this stuff, whoo, how are we gonna ever unwind that? What if we don't like it? Or if we go put this thing in front of a bunch of clients, what if they all revolt or we don't end up liking that? And the more stuff we're changing, the more risk there is inherent in that. And I actually think this is a solid argument for Copilot who is only tackling the client portal problem. And if you've watched much of my stuff, you know how adamant I am about the value of client requests, about clients being able to self-service in a portal to come get a tax return or a month and close, or so they don't have to email you for that stuff because it's 2023 and you should have a website where people can get that stuff. But if you're stuck on changing, I don't know, too much at once, or the notion of chucking all your stuff into this all-in-one tool where it's like, well, what if I like the workflow better over here in the portal over there? 
I actually think this is a solid argument for Copilot. All they're doing is trying to give you the most flexible client portal experience out there. You can embed stuff from external services. They got a bunch of their own built-in goodies, but they are really wanting to build a platform, not like a super opinionated portal, so you can customize it to be whatever you need. So that sounds good to you. Check out Copilot at the link in the show notes. This episode is sponsored in part by the fine folks at Cloud Accountant Staffing. Do you hire accountants? Bless your little heart. Uh, Not the best part of the job, in my opinion. Not something I ever enjoyed. Well, listen, you can build your accounting dream team team. with talented offshore accountants in the Philippines that work 100% full-time for your firm. Their accountants aren't freelancing or contracting for multiple firms. They're all yours. They work exclusively for you and are incentivized to stay with you and your team long-term. They're not going to get swiped. Cloud Account Staffing is 100% dedicated to the accounting industry and founded by a former accounting firm owner that understands your business, knows your pain points. They had to hire some accountants and they said, you know what, we're going to build our own pipeline in the Philippines. Going to pull in some super talented people and then open that up to other firms. Basically, that's the story. Uh, I've been talking about a lot about staffing, building more resilient staffing pipelines for your firms. I, I had staff in the Philippines, at, like totally red pilled me to like, oh geez, like we need to globalize the way that we get our work done. Uh, check these folks out. Link in the show description, cloudaccountantstaffing.com. Okay. So this is a warm up um, that's good for two people um, that doesn't require a shared physical space it's called mind meld. Okay. So the goal is for us to say the same word or phrase at the same time. Finish each other's sandwiches kind of thing. But at the same time, completely synchronized. On Zoom. This will totally work. Totally work. Yeah. Never tried this before. It'll be totally fine. Okay. It'll crash and burn. It'll be super fun. Okay. So the goal is for us to say the same word or phrase at the same time. Okay. We'll attempt this by uh, success through failure, essentially. So we're going to just guess at any two words and then see what they have in common and guess that word at the same time Okay. and try to get closer to the same word. So it's like a two-sided word association at the same time. As simple as that. No, I've done this lots of times. Yeah. You've got it. You've got it. You've done this with your kids, probably. (laughs) Yeah. So to start, I'll I'll say one, you say two, and then okay. at the same time, we'll say one, two, three, word, and then whatever word we come up with. It can be any word you want, Okay. or if you want to make it challenging, I'll have a, I can, I'll pocket that. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it simple. You go with any word, and then if you feel like you want a challenge, I can add a challenge. Yeah, we'll see. Yay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. One. Two, one, one two, two, three, three, car, sailboat. What'd you say? Car. Car. Very nice. I said sailboat. So car, sailboat. So then we do now the we'll, counting thing again and then try to say another word that's the same. Yeah. We'll try to say it. We'll try to say the same word. Okay. Now that we know car and sailboat, what might we say that comes to our minds? Okay. For car and sailboat. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? One, yeah. two, one, one, two, two, three, three. Duck boat? Luxury. 
Plus. Plus. <laughs> Luxury duck boat. Isn't it supposed to be something between a car and a boat? It could. It's something that your mind associates by melding those two things together. Okay. I went the wrong direction there. Do we now have there to somehow no marry luxury and duck boat? That's right. Got it. <laughs> luxury okay. and duck boat. Okay. Okay. One. Two. One. One. Two. two three. Three. Limousine. Vacation. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Vacation limousine. Okay. Okay. Ready? One. Two. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Airplane. Bachelor party. <laughs> you said airplane? <laughs> it's, I airplane know, and bachelor party. I don't know that we're getting any closer. We might not. If we if we can't get it soon, we can uh, wipe it and start over. I feel like we're almost there. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. One. Two. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Party? Vegas. Warmer? <laughs> Yeah. You want to keep going? Yeah. I feel like we're almost there. Okay. One, <laughs> two, one, one, two, two, three, three, conference, wedding. Son of a. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go so deep. All right. That's a, that's a wipe. So, okay. So are we going to go to the advanced mode now since we nailed that? Since we nailed that, that was great. That okay. Was great. So is, Give it supposed a hand. To be, is it supposed to be like, Okay, these two words make me think of this thing next. Yes. Okay. Like, you're, like it's a word association of those two things. Okay. Not necessarily like if these two things had a baby, what would it be called? Right. Like a duck boat. <laughs> so not like a like duck, a duck boat. boat. That, that uh, was, I mean, that was brilliant. I loved that direction. If we were doing this in person, how would it be different than doing it on Zoom with latency talking back and forth? <laughs> um, there would be a lot of physical mirroring to help with timing. So um, a lot of deep eye contact, a lot of physical mirroring, like body language, and then a lot of uh, dancing and celebration when we got closer to the word. <laughs> you could see the duck boat in my eye before I said it, right? It would be easier. Absolutely. Yeah, you get it. Are we landing the plane there? Is that where, is that as good as it gets? Do you want the advanced round? Oh, oh sure. Let No, let's do the harder one. Okay, so the advanced round, I've never tried this before. It could totally crash and burn, but that's the fun of it, is to do a mind meld, but only use accounting terms. Oh, now we're speaking my language. The language of business. Okay, let's do it. Okay, one. Two. One, one two, two, three. three sadness. Ledger. Hmm. What was okay. yours? Sadness. Sadness. Too soon. Too soon. We're almost there. We almost got it. Okay. One. Two. One. One two, two. Three. Three. Ten key. Reconciliation. Okay. Warmer. Reconciliation. Ten key. Okay. One. Okay. Two. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. T account. Bookkeeping. Okay. We're getting there. Okay. One. T account. Two. One, one, two, two, three, three. Financial statement. Excel. Oh. Excel financial statement. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought of 10 things I can't say. Okay. Ready? One, two, one, one, two, two, three, three. QuickBooks? I didn't receive it. Dang it. <laughs>
I didn't receive. <laughs> Anytime I ever gave clients financial statements, they're like, oh, no, I didn't receive it. Do you actually play this game with people and it works? Like I said, I've never tried an accounting <laughs> restricted one before. This would be super fun in like a speed dating format. Like when you're you're like hopping around to different people, this would be super fun. I'm not sure that today we brought anybody any closer to considering improv. Awesome. That's not true. Do you do this stuff? Like if somebody's like, hey, can you come <laughs> make my team feel uncomfortable for an hour? Is that something that you do over Zoom? Oh, yes. Uh, with Oh, over Zoom? Yeah. To do team exercises over Zoom for a, yeah. a group? Yeah, maybe we just... To have this kind of discomfort over Zoom for multiple people? We might have just put the nail in that coffin. I mean, it's a it's a worthy challenge. I haven't developed that yet. Definitely. I do the in-person person. ones. What does that look like? Like if you actually go out to somebody's place, like what is that? So we'll either, uh, we'll decide like ahead of time what their goals are for a team building experience. We'll talk about any kind of struggles they might be having within their team and various different pain points that have emerged and um, and sort of assess their team size and pull in any additional instructors if we need to, to get a good ratio. And then we design warm-up exercises and group exercises specifically tailored to address those pain points. And then we do a lot of breakdown and discussion within those teams. And uh, so it's a, it's a lot of the lessons are um, cultivated from within those experiences. Man, this would be so rad on like an, an offsite or like an annual, like if you got a remote team, like an annual when you get everybody together kind of thing. That would be so cool. Yeah, I would I would love to do um, retreats and stuff. Willing to travel. Diamond, um, how do people find you? Uh, are you on the socials? Are you on LinkedIn? Where do you exist in the universe? In the spheres. In the yeah. spheres. I am on Twitter at... Jen Diamond. I am on LinkedIn at Jennifer Diamond also. D-Y-M-O-N-D. D-Y-M-O-N-D. Yes. And we're about to go have the time of our lives at QuickBooks Connect. Yes. It's going to be a big party. And I can't wait to meet Ryan Reynolds with you. (laughs) Oh, in your dreams. Uh, Yes. Diamond's super bent out of shape that I get to do the meet and greet and she's still fighting people for access to that. I still have a chance. This is going to air the day after QBC, I think. So hopefully uh, we got a few folks who meet you there and are able to hang before they hear this. Uh, But Diamond, thank you very much for coming and doing this. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. This was fun. That's it for today. See you all tomorrow.